Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Medud, a podcast. I'm not Paul. And I'm not Jimmy. But I am Jimmy. And I'm Glenn. So welcome to this episode of Medud, minus Paul. Uh, if this is your first time joining us or not, we are Meta Podcast, meta-analysis of everything, video games. And not video games. Which is... But mostly video games. Mostly video games. <laughs> which is exactly what we're talking about today. Uh, this topic is interesting for us because in the past we've only talked about specific titles, genres, I don't know. Yeah, but now we kind of taken it to this more uh, nebulous idea of arcade games, which is going to be our topic today. Uh, kind of taking it back to those the early throwback of uh, what Atari, Pong, Pac-Man, Donkey Kong, one stick, one button, <laughs> and moving it up through um, you know the introduction of like barcades and then other uh, D- like DDR you're, dance you're games. The yeah. whole oh, sorry, man, I just got so excited yeah. about all the all the stuff we have uh, to offer you today. So. Uh, sit back, relax, enjoy some sweet, sultry voices. Yeah. Yeah. And Paul isn't here for unknown reasons, but expect him some other time. <laughs> <laughs> or not. <laughs> or not. We'll see. Uh, shout out to Paul. Yeah. Yeah, Paul. <laughs> so uh, the earliest memories I remember, obviously, they're <laughs> memories <laughs> of like playing an arcade game was this like Playland that had an arcade game in the back, and obviously I didn't want to play in, like, the ball pit or anything. I wanted to play the fucking arcade game. Oh, you're talking about, like, a like a Chuck E. Cheese type thing. Yeah, but, like, yeah. on a much smaller scale. No creepy animatronics. <laughs> just, like, pretty chill, good pizza, though. Well, right? after Five Nights at Freddy's, I don't think I ever want to. Nostalgia never, yeah. back to Chuck E. Cheese No days. more animatronics in life at all. Never, yeah. No, so this place... It was small, but it was perfect because the they basically had an arcade cabinet that didn't require quarters. Oh, so my friend sick. and I could play the multiplayer. It was like a top-down. You're both uh, planes, and you get power-ups and shit like that with like unlimited continues, basically. And it was just endless fun on such a small scale. And I just remember having to be like torn away from the arcade cabinet. Because our parents were like, it's time to go. Was this recent enough to be like a bullet hell type game? Or is it like a uh, just an early Space Invaders, like only moving from side to side? Oh, no, definitely like the graphics. I don't know. I like I can't recall what year it was be, but I, I was young. Like this was yeah. a this was a child's play area. <laughs> a, ch- <laughs> a child. This was an arcade for children. Yeah. So it was like. The graphics were, like, Metal Slug types, so okay. maybe, like, 96, 97. Yeah. You, like, there was a good, like, depth of field feeling, and it wasn't incredibly, like, bullet hellish. Because it's for children. Like, if I could ever find the game again, it's probably some, it's probably just, like, top-down, like, sideways gradius or something. Like, just some <laughs> random game Yeah. that's really well-known or something. But it was just, like, it was that type of arcade experience where you just go up to the console and just play endlessly. Yeah. And being from, you know, not being born in the 70s, 80s, which was, I guess, considered, like, the golden age of these arcade yes. games, uh, where you get, like, the Donkey Kong, the Mario, all those kind of things. I would say, my yeah, my earliest memory of arcades is well after any sort of time like that, or any sort of games like that, was uh, Chuck E. Cheese. It really, it really was. There was this uh, soccer game, and uh, this is kind of when they started moving into, like, games that weren't necessarily just, like, 
fun. Joystick, yeah, not fun. <laughs> yeah, I guess joystick <laughs> buttons kind of thing. Like I think they were going back to like like you can you can add like a physical oh, like aspect spin the to ball. it. Yeah, but uh, it was just like soccer ball on a uh, on a string. Okay, I know. And then I you had totally to like fucking kick it, and the the guy would move back and forth, and so you had to see like how many goals you can get. Yeah. But I was in barefoot because I was a child. Right. You're and I just smashing up your foot. No, I straight up kicked. Like there's this metal grate that like oh, met with the floor, no. met with the floor, and I straight up kicked, and my toenail ripped off. No, and I didn't even notice because I was a child, Gore and I was having alert. so much fun <laughs> that I just didn't notice. But my entire like sock was bleeding. I had to go home early Holy for my friend's shit. birthday party. You should have worn a fucking shoe, you fucking. I should have <laughs> worn a shoe. I don't know how much it would have helped. I kicked it full force. Yeah, I gotta get it past Worth the, the guy. Worth the tickets. Worth the ticket. No, they have some cool prizes. What you get the the ring with the spider on it. Yeah, you I get- always tried to get candy. Just because it's like it's like the immediate <laughs> the, gratification. The forbidden fruit. Yeah, and it's like I don't want any of these trinkets. I just want candy so candy. I can eat it and feel bad later. And whoever's whoever's gonna get like fucking fifty four hundred tickets to, oh, get, yeah, the, to get the, the, the disco ball or whatever you get, board or whatever the fuck. Yeah, I'm danger. They always had cool prizes, and they're like, "How long has this been up there? Just give me a break, man. I got twelve tickets." That was cool about arcades. Is like. When you're playing a game by yourself at home, the only reward is, like, you playing the game and feeling good about beating a level. No, trophy systems, bro. (laughs) No, but then you, like, physically get, you are able to, like, choose an award based on how well you, like, profited during that day at an arcade or Chuck E. Cheese. There was definitely these times where, well, of course, like... There's the the normal strat of pooling your tickets together oh, and yeah. getting the one big thing, but then we started making spreadsheets because because we're, <laughs> we're children. Right. You started making on your abacuses, <laughs> <laughs> your fucking the spinny ball things like, that you can yeah. push over the middle. Not people like, know what abacus. No, are. I was tr- I ex- <laughs> I knew the ab- I'm talking about the like abacai. Like no, 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 no. It's not even an abacus. It's not for counting at all. You just push a metal. Not, Are you talking about the things in like doctor's the, office yeah, for children? Yeah, you push the like Stop. wooden thing around. Okay. Is that an arcade game? <laughs> 3D platform. No, but we used to like find out which games would give us the most tickets for the least amount of money. Yes. So you get like so we knew like one one guy, Marcos, man. Marcos was just the best ski baller around. Exactly. Ski ball always had a big payout if you were Super able to get Super big payout. You get the 10,000 yeah. slot that's like instantly like 10 tickets. It would like just fucking ticks. spill out. Yeah, no. So we definitely had our strats of getting like the most tickets, but you know, still ended up going home with like, "Oh, I got a slinky, guys!" Like, what? It, what is this? I got, like, a, the- I got a stretch arm strong. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? Like the Great Depression? Is this what we? Yeah. Are, what is this? What we come to? Spend an entire day to <laughs> toiling to get a slinky. <laughs> Look, to get parents. a job, you hippies. <laughs> Look, parents. <laughs> Look I upon s- me. I spent fifty of your dollars. Look what I earned. <laughs> hard-earned dollars i earned earned this though because you you did you felt like some sort of exactly um some sort of gratification exactly in earning what you what you got and in a physical object nonetheless where came the problem with with pooling tickets if you did only get one (laughs) prize it was always like okay mikey takes it home first and then you never see it again. And then it's Mikey's. It's Mikey's, yeah. He owns that now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think it's important to note that, like, the soccer game, it's very, like, sport-oriented. Yeah. I remember, well, because you can think of back to, 
what I think is like early arcades, they didn't start with video games, of course. Right. It was like, I mean, like pool darts, I guess. Oh, yeah, something. like billiards and Like shit. billiards and stuff. And of course, it's like. Um, so arcades were always meant for older people. They're always meant for. <laughs> it no, was but, always the intended audience. <laughs> but if they have like, yeah, like air hockey, like I don't know when air hockey came out, but I'm sure I'm sure that was like available technology I mean, yeah. before. Like it's not super. That's you bef- shoot up air through a fucking hole in the floor. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, air hockey manufacturers. I'm sure it's very. To- I'm sure there's. I'm sure you toil physics, over your- science. I feel like one of, like one of those people who is like, yeah, it's just it's science, and I'm like, nah, you pushed air through a hole. Yeah, <laughs> it's not science. It's. I mean, it is cool though. It I don't want to discredit air hockey. But like, when has air hockey technology ever changed? You can't. There's no. There's no way to improve it's that. It's peaked. You're telling me that's. Pe- it's peaked. <laughs> they got the their- only thing that would be different in air hockey nowadays would like. 3D air hockey. It would be like changing. It's like blitzball. See, it's like a, a sphere of air. But that hockey. doesn't. That wouldn't work unless it was it's like also magnetized. But then it wouldn't float because it'd be magnetized. It just doesn't work. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to say. But, but to get ba- yeah, to get back to it though, like the the sports oriented yeah, ski ball, ski ball, shooting hoops to see get a score. There, there was always a lot of like sport oriented. Can I go games. Back? Yeah, can I go back to how much money some of this shit costs? Because I when you say when you say shoot the basketball, I think of like the the carnies, well the carny asada. Yeah, like no. that. But then they took out the creepy carny version, and then they just put up a metal fence, and then you just shoot baskets. Yeah. over the fence, and that yeah. was an arcade game, and you get tickets out of that, and like DDR rhythm games and. Just physical, like, motion games existing in, like, large form in arcades. Yeah. uh, Were definitely, like, around, I think, before, you know, like, Pac-Man and stuff. I don't don't know the exact timeline, but... We should know the exact timeline. (laughs) We we should have done our research. (laughs) Clearly experts on the subject. But, I mean, obviously something of easier technology would have been readily available yeah. like i'm thinking of like new jersey or whatever and the boardwalks had all those types of arcades like uh, coney island exactly and it's like the arcades are still around today and now have like arcade cabinets and you know the games that are associated with new standard mm-hmm. uh, i don't know modern arcades but they were probably arcades before and had like you were saying billiards and Ski ball and all that shit. All that random shit. Yeah, yeah. You brought you brought up uh, cabinets, which are you know the the video arcade type games that you would normally think that I normally think of when I think of arcades. Um, what was some of what are some of your early memories of like playing those those sorts of games? They were always frustrating. <laughs> it was like always don't like I think arcade cabinets were definitely like why I initially liked video games to begin with because right. I, I didn't own a console until a gamecube mm-hmm. so but i'd been playing games over at friend's house and other stuff like that but to like play arcade games out and like want to spend quarters on games that were like intrinsically difficult to make you spend more money that showed that i was super interested in them just to begin with like right. 
like Time Crisis, I remember playing with my friend. We probably spent like over $17 in one sitting to just like beat Time Crisis because it's such a bullshit fucking like game. Because that's one of those games, I love Time Crisis. Oh, Super don't fun. get me wrong, it's There's great. definitely some of those parts though where like, you don't, there's no way yeah. anybody has a reflex unless to get that guy in a second yeah. unless you know he's coming up. Yeah. It's, it's exactly that where it's like if Time Crisis, you would play it on like a Wii with the nut, with the Wiimote and you like have time at your home to like play it and practice it. You're not spending money on it. I mean, you bought, you bought the game and you, you spent the one time fee instead of like $17 for one day yeah, of gameplay. 50 cents each three minutes you fucking die and kill yourself. <laughs> so it was like the, the, Onslaught, well, not the onslaught, the like the coming of home consoles. I think forced arcade games to change up how difficult or like enjoyable they were, mm -hmm. or like that dichotomy of difficulty slash enjoyment. Because if it was too difficult, no one would play it. Like I, I think there's probably. There's probably like a paper on this or something, but it's like <laughs> a dissertation. There's like yeah, there's like the, the like the curve of difficulty slash enjoyment, and then like time spent playing that game. Where if it's too difficult, the they'll spend one quarter on it and move on. Mm -hmm. But if it's like difficult enough where they still feel like they're progressing, they'll keep putting quarters in it. I think what you're describing is flow. If yeah. anybody wants to look it up, yeah, sounds right. No, it is right. I know it's right. I'm fucking. Is it right in this context? Probably not. I don't know, but the uh, the idea flow. the idea of uh, difficulty and uh, enjoyment meeting at this like one peak is called flow because oh yeah, yeah. duh yeah fucking I don't know who, economics and shit yeah I I couldn't tell you I think that's like a business yeah thing. sorry for bringing up sorry all the business for stuff being all business like <laughs> we're not a, we're not a podcast about business we're not business but well welcome to Meta Podcast <laughs> business <laughs> business. And, other business as you could tell we're very business-like <sighs> yeah some of my but my some of my early memories of the the arcade games the actual like um what'd you call them cabinets arcade cabinets arcade. yeah is uh the driving games you get the cruising cruising so you got so you got i remember two of them specifically one was cruising around the world so you got like did it have the apostrophe was it like i think it yeah i think it was it was like cruising yeah, I don't think it was cruising. It wasn't cruising. Because I would have said cruising, You're or right. I would have remembered it that way, but I specifically said cruising this whole time. So what I'm if it was it cruising? <laughs> and you're and just I'm like, just like, you're the one kid I'm who calls it cruising. It's cruising, guys. We're cruising. It's like, this kid's stupid. <laughs> he can't read a G. But there is cruising, cruising around the world, which was, uh, you got to go to like Tokyo and Paris and Berlin and like all these places, right? And there's cruising through time, which is my favorite because it was. You got like dinosaurs and shit. And then you got the like the Egyptian pyramids, which still exist today, so I guess that's weird. But it was before they were like heavily get, gift shopped, you know? Sure, yeah. And then you get like uh, medieval times and stuff, so you get to cruise through and then like a knight would like throw a sword at you. I don't know. Are they confused? Are, do they attack you because you're a car? Yeah, they're like, what, what is this? Is this it supposed to be here? Now that I think about it, all of them had paved roads. Oh. So. So they were prepared. They were prepared. They so knew it was happening. in the cruising timeline, yeah, there's like, like a car overlords who like cruise through time and has have thus 
cruise so far back in time that they've created roads throughout time. Yeah. They, and like tarmac and like, you know, just that exists because of that. Right. But only in their, t- it's in their timeline. So right. obviously in their ours. Their universe. Their universe. Like they, they kind of jump timeline to yeah. make sure that there's But then roads. you get to be in their universe. Yeah, you're acting as a time lord. So immersive. Yeah, no, it's very immersive. You get to play as a time lord. Who cruises That's times. pretty awesome. Um, yeah, so those games were really... <laughs> <laughs> Those games are really fun. What number? <laughs> and I also, honestly, like, growing up as a kid and I saw, like, what my parents were playing, which was, like, Atari, and knowing what they played, I honestly really like like Pac-Man um, and the original Donkey Kong. We had an original Donkey Kong uh, cabinet oh, at my parents, where my stepdad worked, or owned. Oh, he owned cool. this place, and he had a, a Donkey Kong cabinet, and I played it so much, but then... You watch. I watched this uh, documentary called Fistful of Quarters. Yeah, it's just, it's about this with guy. The world record. Yeah, yeah, he tries to beat the world record of Donkey Kong, and there's some like political and they, bullshit. Yeah, they call with him the, a faker, and yeah, and then he did it in person. And he records it, and yeah, yeah, he did it in person. And it's like, a great nah, documentary. Yeah, they're like, nah, you still don't get the world record, but then eventually he ends up getting it because yeah. they realize because he fucks. he beat it. He beat his own time or previous whatever. like yeah. record and score or whatever. Anyway, super sweet game, but then I was like. Okay, I only got past like level four. <laughs> this guy's on like right. level doesn't even really exist. Like the sprites <laughs> don't even work. So level kill screen. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, I kind of stopped having interest in that after I saw that documentary. But that's, I mean, that was that long was, after it came out. Obviously, yeah. I mean, that was like two thousand. Yeah, it was like a retrospective of how pissed off that guy was about Donkey Kong. Kind of, <laughs> Donkey Kong forever. Donkey Kong forever. But apparently it still has, like, a pretty big following, as you would expect from uh, oh, yeah, arcade like, games. That like, those original leaderboard. Yeah, the original leaderboard. Like, the leaderboards are just still something that's, like, pretty um, sought. I mean, not, of course, like, widely sought after, but there's still a community for it, which yeah. is cool. It's definitely, I think, it's that's one of the coolest, like, oldest persisting things in, like, almost every arcade-style game. Like, even if you go on, like, an Xbox or PS4, there's still, like, leaderboards, and you're like, that's weird that these still exist. Well, I don't really, like, global leaderboards, and the person at top has, like... Global leaderboards! 13 billion points. Yeah, like... <laughs> yeah. Was there a Battlefront 2 leaderboard? Nah, That'd be insane. Like, how would you even gauge that? That's know. stupid. It's just a fun... Best KDR. I don't know. Yeah. But, I mean, like, that exists in, like, so many games, just, like, rankings and leaderboards... Which is cool that such an early thing has evolved and persisted mm-hmm. in modern gaming. Definitely. Yeah. Um, we talked about cruising and time crisis. What about driving and shooting games? See, I don't even know what that means. Well, the one I played, it was in Las Vegas. This was actually really recently. <laughs> it was, you, get, was like two weeks you get in the Jurassic Jeep and it actually like moves around but you're shooting and it drives for you. Okay. But it's like time crisis and you're in a car. So the car doesn't actually move. It's on rails. But there's like it's like time oh it's crisis. on rails. Yeah. Oh, so you're actually oh the car driving. doesn't move. No, no, no. No, the car doesn't move. The, okay. the shooter is on rails. Yeah, and so you're looking at a screen and it's acting as if the jeep is yeah. moving. Are you actually also in a car that like the, the just jeep jangles? moves? Yeah, but just like side to side and bit? like rumbles. Okay. So it's like a 4D. I think it's probably is like marketed as a 4D experience. 4D? Yeah, like the 4Ds. <laughs> Dicks. Dickin. <laughs> Dicks Dickin. 
Dick's dick and dick's dick, and that's 4D. No, uh, no, it was like a... S- what is 4D? I don't know. It's it's like when they... The smell-o-vision bullshit, where they're like... It's the third, it's the, the f- only time I've ever heard of smell-o-vision is a Rugrats movie. It exists. It exists other places. It's just when they try to market it as more than just visual audio, there's also like another element that you feel or whatever on your 40s yeah on your on your tip of your 4ds yeah no but that was it's a perfect example of like a modern arcade game that probably is like taking it to the extreme Mm -hmm. where it's like on rails in a car shooting power-ups leaderboards and it's just like it has everything you would want in an arcade game and it it's it's like that style, mm. the genre of arcade games. Yeah. Even though it's like technically just a first person shooter on rails, mm. but it's like, it's gamey. <laughs> it's game. Like the shoot the, the power up type Tyrannosaurus Rex, kill it. <laughs> <laughs> and you get a bonus flamethrower, shit like that. Yeah. Definitely. Where, where it was like... It was like a Metal Slug style. Like exactly. Where you, you know, the power-ups power, drop yeah. from like random shit. It's definitely like a game. You're not yeah. immersed, obviously. Yeah. Even though they tried to through the use Would of... Would you go car. to an arcade to play like Dark Souls? No. Right. How much would that cost me? <laughs> <laughs> You'd fucking die. That's, that's unless my point. You get, unless you get your quarters back. That's my you point. Get your like, souls back. like Dark Souls is not gamey. It, the only thing gamey about it is that when you die, it's like you're dead, game over, bitch, and then it sends you back. You know? Yeah. There's not like you kill a big boss and it's like ding 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 ding, and then like he drops like coins and shit. Do you think that maybe? I mean, part of the reason we we talked about earlier um, about how there was this decline of arcade games in the early two thousands, late nineteen. 19- right. 1900? 1990s? <laughs> late 1900s. <laughs> I mean, that's also true. <laughs> 20th century. Um, like the late 1990s where we there was this kind of like decline. Do you think that's partially because um, the console games, not only were they more accessible, but also were able to better immerse People, their play? They were less gamey? Right. They could be less gamey? Right. I think yes. Because you didn't have to compete against other people in your own home. Right. But... I think that's part of the appeal and why arcades still exist is because they they fill that niche void that like more immersive open world home console Game Boy games like don't because mm. I mean it's it's weird to think about now because almost every if not every arcade game exists on a console or a handheld console like somewhere or it's crap to some extent right yeah or if it doesn't it's like one of the worst arcade games ever but the point is is like arcades are still existing and are still like fun to go to as a like social thing Mm -hmm. even though all the games you can just play at your leisure on your ass at home so it's like what why do you think you know these games exist you could pay a one-time fee or have, yeah. have it as a social experience. Like, you can watch you... you can watch the football game at home, or you could actually go experience it with friends at a stadium. Like 
I mean, it's not the same thing, obviously, but like, <laughs> like whoa, you took whoa, a leap there. <laughs> no, but but there is like some connection of like being like going somewhere to do something and right. doing it. How like, does that appeal setting. to nerds at all? Like, I don't, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to fucking go somewhere. I just got sweaty thinking about to it. hang out with people. Ooh, ewy, ew, germs. Yeah. No, Ventrilo is like pushing it sometimes or whatever people use for voice chat. It's like I hear other people and I'm just like get chills. Oh, yeah. I was like, Vent? Who the fuck uses Vent? It's Dude. all about fucking Discord now. Everybody whatever. knows that shit. Yeah, everybody knows that shit. He had to scroll. <laughs> I was like, what's, what's the name? <laughs> everybody knows it. That is funny. Where, yeah, like to be a gamer in the early ages of gaming was to like either go out and be be social at an arcade or own an Atari and just play Pong by yourself. That's a two-player game. Or, I mean... Yes. Yeah, is it a one-player game? Can, Can you, you play... Is there a computer? <laughs> There's probably a computer. There's probably a computer. I don't know why there wouldn't be. Yeah, but that is funny to think about. <laughs> <laughs> like, the social aspect forces you as a socially awkward... Not you. I'm, no, you could. It's fine. I'm just saying. No, yeah. It's, I'm saying it's me. Fine. I'm. I'm projecting. <laughs> but like, it forces someone to, I guess, go out of their comfort zone to go play a game, or, and also would have like, if you're playing a, fighting game, if you actually want to play against someone real, unlike today where you can, go online and fight anyone ever. Right. You would go and be like, hey, who wants to play Mortal Kombat with me? And there's a guy who's like the, who's collecting, collecting bets. This like little guy with a yeah. hat. And he's, he's and got then, paper in the And then hat. there's a guy who's like never been beaten. And then the, the newcomer yeah. comes along. He's like, cracks his he's new in town. He cracks his yeah. knuckles. And then he's the new he champ. The, and then there's a thing. training montage. Of him playing an arcade game. Of him yeah. playing an arcade game. Yeah, no, I... I definitely can see the, I mean, even as somebody who is a homebody, I can see the appeal of occasionally going out to, um, an arcade. Like they, I mean, that's kind of a thing that exists now, right? Like the, the barcades, the Dave and Buster's AFK Tavern, which is in near where we live. So, um, I don't know if it's a chain, it's like a gaming bar kind of thing. Like they are appealing, um, on occasion to go to and just like be around friends and be able to drink beer and just hang out playing games and that's like the, the focus of what you're doing. Yeah. Um, it definitely has an appeal to it. Yeah. It just, it adds alcohol to video games and then it's and perfect. Fr- and French. And friendship. And Persian. <laughs> it's the real, it's the real reward. Friendship. friendship. <laughs> My Little Pony next week. <laughs> There is, uh, we mentioned it earlier that we talked about uh, transfers of some arcade games into consoles. Of course, like, that's a very logical step to happen. One of the funniest ones I remember is uh, we had, we got DDR in my house uh, for PS2. You plugged them into, like, the USB ports, right? Um, But they were... Of course, like when you go to the arcade, you get the full pads and you get the the back, the back, I don't even know what it's called, the back bar so you can brace yourself. (laughs) For how fucking wrecked you're gonna get (laughs) (laughs) i never understood it because i was never good enough or coordinated enough to be a hero um but when we got it (laughs) 
I was thinking of Hercules. Oh. Here is Zero to Hero. Zero to Hero. That one? Zero to Hero. Just like that. Okay. Um, but DDR. No, DDR was sweet. My, my, this is the first oh. episode with like singing. I know. Sorry. Sorry, Paul. Sorry, Paul. Um, my brothers brought it home. They're like 10 years older than me. Uh, and they were like, Glenn, you can't play your game. So, so I went. <laughs> They didn't let me. They what? thought I'd break it or something. But when they were those off, pads are indestructible. I would not say that. Oh yeah, you're right. <laughs> they actually broke pretty often. I think we although went like when four you play pads. them with socks, it's more dangerous for you. But it like pretty much mitigates like any yeah damage. Uh, the funniest thing though, looking at people play DDR for the first time, has possibly like it looks like a giraffe, a baby giraffe yeah. trying to run. Like yeah. I'd watch a YouTube video. Or, like, a YouTube channel that's just devoted to, like... Hey, guys, here's my first video. <laughs> yeah, like, DDR. people watching people play DDR that aren't good at DDR. Jimmy, six-year-old. Because watching people, like, play DDR that are good... <laughs> so? I know, I was trying to say Johnny, and I said Jimmy. It's, it's just, like, your go-to childish name. Thanks. <laughs> Fucking put me down. <laughs> no, but, like, watching someone play DDR that's really good at DDR... Is impressive. Is impressive and not funny. So I don't watch it as much. <laughs> That's about it. I feel like once somebody figures it out, though, it's, like, not as cool anymore. Right. Like, I, I found DDR fun, but it's, like, definitely one of those things where, like, I only found fun because it was, like, challenging. But, like, watching somebody else play, there's definitely not as much of an appeal because they're just too good at it. Yeah. Yeah. The motion sense... The, I think that with DDR, though, is probably, one of like, one of the first things that, like, actually in the home console dealt with that like motion sensor type thing um that i can think of right i mean you had like like, rudimentary you had stuff on like it wasn't like duck hunt hunt, right but but that was like light guns which is not really motion but it was more i guess yeah it was it was just basically it was so whenever i think of duck hunt being like a precursor to the wii I always think of how shitty Duck Hunt is. Duck Hunt is not shitty. It's fun, but whenever I'm shooting, like, when you never see the reticle, like, that's why the Wii is superior, because, like, you'll hold, hold up the Wiimote. And you have a hand. There. And then you'll see it there. Yeah. But when you're playing Duck Hunt, and you're just, like, pointing at a screen that's, like, ten feet away, and you shoot, and you're like, I didn't hit the duck, but I don't know that's why. That's why you get an inch away from <laughs> that's the why, screen. That's why you shoot it like a shotgun, yeah. 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 But no, definitely DDR being like a rudimentary motion precursor to Connect and PS Move and PS Move, is that what it's called? PlayStation Move? PS Go? No, Go's the PSP. No, that's Vita. Vita. I think it is PS Play? PS Play. That's wrong. <laughs> PlayStation Play? <laughs> PlayStation? That's still PSP. Uh, but that was portable. Basically, the move. We're experts. I swear it's the move. Fine, it's the move. Where it's motion controls. Let's move controls. on. Let's, let's PS move on. <laughs> Fuck. That's what I'm saying. DDR was a precursor. Definitely a pre- Yeah, definitely the precursor. Um, not just DDR. Not just DDR. As but an there example. Was, yeah. Which is, which is cool because it came out on PS2. The PS2 yeah. was, pretty, was pretty early... To have, like, those sort of things. Even, Peripherals. Yeah. Even PS3 did have a move sensor kind of thing. Came out before the Wii. 
It's because a lot of people think like we like motion sensor. Oh my God, this is like new tech. Like, uh. But there is actually like when the PS3 came out, it actually had some of that tech. It had the ability to have that technology. Yeah. There's games that went along with it, I think including every, a dance game. Yeah, I think everyone was trying to do it at the same time. Right. I think PS3s is actually I've played on it in the course of games. Which is always PlayStation's pro- or Sony's problem is they never have the games. But like the games are bad, but the the motion sensor technology games. was fine. They ain't got games. They ain't got games. Yeah, no. And uh, I saw I was watching some video and they were playing some game with the PS Move, and it's basically what it reminds me of now is even now that when it has PS VR, like the VR mm-hmm. PlayStation, and they're using the Move controllers, it's basically the the vibe with its controllers it's vibe the htc vibe vibe not vibe the vibe you don't it's on your mind that's that's the vr basically it's like of choice for steam games gotcha and yeah uh where the controllers are in your hands and you pick things up and stuff like that and with the ps vr and the move combined it's that basically exactly just on the playstation hmm which is cool cuz then it's VR accessible accessible to anyone who can hold a controller accessible accessible <laughs> to anyone who can hold a controller and has a PlayStation instead of a computer like a powerhouse computer that can play VR and stuff like that yeah or with or what i'm thinking is like the Wii that forced you to use the Wii mode that was always my biggest problem with like changing into the the motion technology was the fact that like the Wii is so focused on this technology that was kind of, I mean, not new, but not completely figured out. They were like blindsided and well, they were like blinded by this new need to use it where for instance, it's like we, we both don't really like Skyward Sword. I was just thinking about Skyward Sword. And it was like, because they added the the Wii Motion Plus, which was supposed to fix issues, fix issues, and I think it added um, like you're there's supposed to be more depth, yeah. so you can put you can go in and out of the TV, basically. Right. But and it just doesn't, it didn't, work. it didn't work. No, it was it was uh, it was still very like precursor. It was more sensitive than the original Wii Motion, and then it also, but it. It also couldn't pick up as well. I feel like it didn't like pick up as well. So you like would get the times when like your cursor would just be like staggering super quickly. Oh yeah, no. Because it it, it, it was so weird how many times I would have to like calibrate or reset the like position. And it's like I don't wanna have to be doing this in a game. I just wanna play the game. I don't wanna pause and like have to deal with technical shit. Right. And it's like this this was unacceptable <laughs> at the time. Whenever that 2011 or whenever Skyward Sword came out. But yeah, that was, that's why uh, Breath of the Wild doesn't have uh, motion controls. <laughs> <laughs> Next week on podcast. On meta podcast. Uh, on po- on, on podcast. podcast. Any podcast. I mean, okay. shit, we're going to miss the boat at this point since we're not talking about since Breath we're not of the Wild this week. Well, it's like week two. It's practically a dead Daniel, game. Daniel literally like sent us a message on our Twitter and was like, if we're talking about Breath of the Wild, can I talk about it? Yeah, have him come on this week. I know, I totally, and when we do, I was like, we're not going to do it this week, but. It's probably going to be next He also, probably, it's probably he also be next told week. you to like. Told me? He, he said Glenn can shove it or something. I don't know. He was being rude and he wanted me to pass it on, so I did. 
I don't know what he was talking about, though. And he didn't give me context. He just, I could shove like, it? Like, he just watched the episode, or he listened to the episode and then had something to tell you, but whatever. Okay, whatever. <sighs> um, yeah. Oh, so we talked about, we talked about arcade games, early arcade games. We talked about some transitions into um, consoles and maybe the um, arcade games getting a little out of popularity um and then you know increasing popularity with the barcades and like dave and buster style or it's like even then are they really that popular i mean they're popular as like a desti- like a destination vacation i mean like it's not that's right, like right, the right. concept like you go there to do the thing and then you leave yes it's not like something that you just immerse yourself yeah, like in like dave and busters itself is depressing but i mean that's the, that's the main chain that i can think of yeah it's but it's super, not the place i would <laughs> right no yeah. it's super prevalent but it's like barcade i think is more west coast anyways, anyways. but it's int- what i think is interesting too though is this uh there's also even now console games coming out that weren't originally arcade games but are built like arcade games right so what i'm thinking of uh is WarioWare for the ds um, pretty easy to transform to because uh, it's a it's a portable device. It's it's an easy game to kind of um, have intro- an introductory game because there's so many things you can do um, and kind yeah. of like encompasses all the the possibilities that you can have with a DS. Right, WarioWare is a great game, and then uh, Little Big Planet is another one that I was thinking of. Yeah, um, the evolution of arcade f- cab fighting to home console and nowadays fighting games like super smash bros what is it fighting game melee melee uh so what is your did did you ever play fighting games as a yeah as a young boy yeah 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 yeah, young lad soul caliber mortal kombat caliber uh i played a little bit of tekken i don't know not really a lot of fighting games though i suck Oh, no, I'm terrible. Yeah, no, it was never, like, a combo, uh, Street Fighter. <clears throat> I could, there were always too many combos. I was never very good at them, but they were fun Yeah, the to thing, play against people. The thing I always remember is uh, my brother and my friends, because I would, yeah, I would just mash buttons because I was a fucking child, but my brother would be smart enough to, like, look at the move list or whatever, <laughs> and he'd find one move that I just had no idea how to block because I didn't know how to block. There was right. only, like... You didn't look at your move list. I didn't look at my move list. And so I remember this one character in Tekken 2. I don't remember. One of the Tekkens. And his name was Eddie. And he would like do this handstand. And his legs would be out like a split. And then you like, just like do a spin. Yeah. And then he'd stay on his hands. And he'd just, just like spin. And okay. then i get up and you'd like spin. That's fair. Spin, kick, spin, kick. That's and fair. And it's like that and Voldo from Soul Calibur. Do you remember Voldo? Was it the weird like Yeah, he's mummy. like this dominatrix but and he kind of like moves like a snake like a snaky snake like a snake yeah he just like snake. really disgusting kind of looks like that uh but he has like the like kunai hands kind of yeah like knife hands yeah and he also the same thing like he would do like this bridge back bullshit so he'd be like half the size of all the other characters because like, he'd be half and then yeah. he just like slicey slice at you <laughs> yeah I and you're like i can't shit. fucking like you I can't block it um so there's always like those characters that my brother would pick who he knew were just like fucking asshole like i don't want to i don't want to play against these characters just like i'm not having fun but of course i keep playing that's when you got to do a mirror match older bro but i wasn't good it doesn't matter you just do the mirror match and then eventually you'll like quarter turn xy quarter circle quarter circle yeah and you'll like fucking pull off a sick combo yeah that was just always my like i was like get lucky (laughs) and that's how i play 
by the time I learned how to actually like fight well, like well enough to hold my own with just like people in the same level of skill as me kind of thing, not just like fucking flailing around right. button mashing. Uh, that's when I met like Paul and Andrew and, and they were they just were like just immensely better than anything I could tier. do. Yeah. So we'd play, uh, we got street fight. No, Marvelous Capcom 3. Oh, Jesus. When that came out, uh, like, Fucking four years ago or so. Watching Andrew play that game. Yeah, and we, get, we got the fight sticks. It's terrifying. We got, like, fight oh, sticks. Oh, yeah, you had the fucking huge... Yeah, so we bought this um, yeah. connector that was, like, basically, it would be, like, the playing at a cabinet. Buttons. And yeah. it had six buttons oh, and, a, that thing is and cool. a joystick. Yeah, it was super sweet, and so we'd be playing in our, in our room. And, of course, I'd be trying to learn combos, and I was playing bad characters like Wolverine because I thought Wolverine was... I mean, they just like, like him as a person. I'll you up, bub. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I'm Hugh Jackman. Yeah. Uh, and then... Oh, it'd be cool if Hugh Jackman voiced, like, all of the Wolverines that in would video be games. Dope. That'd be so sick. Yeah. But he would play, like, the... You know, we'd be watching people online, of, like, streamers of... Um, be MVC learning. three and I no he and With, like, so the button things that would like be at the bottom. No, but videos? Andrew would no and no 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 the buttons wouldn't be at the bottom. Oh, but okay. Andrew would like find out the good combos of people and like try to actually do like the OHKO bullshit. So he play like Moragana and like just throw fireballs all what across the fuck? map and then switch to Amaterasu and just like a a a b a. like I don't fucking remember what that combos insane. is, but. Just, like, trying to do exactly all the bullshit that the pros do. And get good enough at it to where, like, if he hit you, you might just lose half your health. And I'm like, I can't. That's insane. So as soon as I got good enough. Right. Or as like soon to as the you point, were, like, confident. Cog- or, like, cognizant of the fact that, like, I could look up move lists. And I could actually get good at a game rather than button mashing in fighting games. Right. Like, that's what I came up to. You were, like, about to start practicing how to be good at yeah. fighting games. And then I realized. And then you came against kids. Who had been playing fighting games yeah. forever. Yeah, like the people who go to state tournaments for Seriously. Super Smash Brothers. And I'm Seriously. just like, I can't. Cannot I'm not going to play Super Smash with you. I will cry. What is it? What I is... will cry. I will be mad. I was like, they will be tears of sadness and then anger. Yeah. And sad. And more sadness. And then more sadness. Yeah. Like, what is the... God, I can't even remember the, what it's called. But in... Maybe like I, I wave dashing? Oh, shit. Yeah. And then, so, like, I didn't just even know like what... moves that... I don't even you... know what wave dashing is, and they're like, Oh, yeah, I can just... You can't even touch me. <laughs> <laughs> like, great. Thank you. Oh, yeah. They're incredible. Yeah. And they're not even, like, technically good. Yeah, they're not even on any sort of, like, right. competitive list, but are like still god tiers Peaches above. or whatever crazy amount. Mewtwo King or whatever. I don't know. Mewtwo King. There's like... Wobbles. Yeah. Just insane... Insane skill required for a video game? For a video, for a video game. Either yeah. way. Well, that's a real thing, though. I mean... Oh, yeah, no. You, I mean, competitive gaming is 100% a thing. Is it a thing we do? No. <laughs> is it a thing we're good at? No. Do I play Halo sometimes? Yes. Do I suck at Halo? Yes. <laughs> Halo's a Halo's Do I a get 22 <laughs> kills in one game sometime, though? Sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. When Johnny's six-year-olds. I feel like that that the competitive gaming kind of ties back into leaderboards and, like, the fistful of quarters. Mm-hmm. It, all, it all stems from the same thing. It's the leaderboards. Is the competitive gaming is, like, the physical incarnation of leaderboards 
and then well, yeah, everyone you, on the top of the leaderboard fighting everyone else on top of the leaderboard. Yeah, I think that makes sense. I mean, you create something that has the ca- the capacity for being better than other people. You're of course going to have people who are seeking out being better than somebody else. Like yeah. people are constantly looking for some uh, manifestation of power over other people, <laughs> right? No, that's like a real. That's like no, a real no, thing. totally. So, I'm not laughing, and um, just, but. Yeah. That they can do that by getting you know number one in Donkey Kong if that's like the way that they want to right. exert their power. <laughs> <laughs> Not that they're like going around and shoving it in other people's faces, right. but it is cool to say that you are the best at something or that you're so good yeah. at something that you, it's recognized by other people. Do you think old style leaderboards and arcades are not to blame, but you know? <laughs> No. responsible for current competitive gaming? No, definitely not. I think it's a different beast. I I know, I think it's within the same realm, but I wouldn't say that if I feel like if those leaderboards didn't exist for arcade style games, they would still exist for the games that exist today. And so just because one came from the uh, like these games stem from arcade games or whatever mm-hmm. games existing, right. I don't think that um necessarily that the competitiveness, the competitiveness would have been there either way. Um, I gotcha. Yeah, it's just. A, I think that's something. something it's like a in, different form. Yeah, it's something innate within like almost anything. Right. You have like competitive okay. reading. Like yeah, I don't know. you can I do see that. Because I th- I think there's definitely different fan bases. There'd be like people watching Worlds or you know Dota Two Championships or League Championships, and then there's people who watch awesome games done quick. Uh, the speed runs and shit like that. Right. And it's like, yes, that overlaps. And like, yes, I watch both sometimes, but also it's not going to be the same fan bases. Mm. Even though like awesome games done quick is like the physical incarnation of like leaderboard tracking. Yeah. The leader. The, I mean, I've, I've said that a lot. It's, it's physical incarnation. Physical. I, I don't, don't know. I don't, I don't know if you know what that yeah, means. I don't know if I'm saying that correctly. Um, you know what I'm saying, though. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, like, fastest time is just a leaderboard stat. And they're doing it for games that don't even have leaderboards. And then people, uh, TSM or whatever, league competitive teams, there's no leaderboard. They're already at the top. They're famous, huge fan base competitive gaming, and all they do is play a game. I don't know. I was trying to think of one specific thought that entire time you were talking, and I couldn't couldn't get it figure it out. That's okay, because you know why? It's the end of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> this has been me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean uh, that pretty much sums it up. Is we've made it from the the past of people playing arcade games getting leaderboards to not the same thing exactly, but huge, like a huge following. I I just, I don't know how it came up. There was some, some professional competitive gaming thing that I looked at their Twitter and they have like a million followers, a million, like 1.1 million followers. And I was like, that's so many people who are interested in following a, a completely niche group of people that are playing this game. Mm. So it's really cool that it's spawned this fanaticism. I mean... Is it cool? 
in a way well, is it a, i i think the like crazy fans but but you don't hear a lot of like crazy esports fan stories is what i'm saying to my knowledge there's no like fans rush stage at dota 2 championship <laughs> <laughs> shit like that there's a riot at the league championship <laughs> <laughs> you did it gotcha <laughs> i mean that's what i'm saying uh, it's like the fanaticism exists, but isn't like radical fanaticism. It's. I feel like I could unpack that. A, I feel like I can unpack that a bit, but that would. Be oh a whole yeah, other that would episode. that would be another episode. We're we're not talking about esports necessarily, but like leaderboard ranks, leaderboards. And uh, like we spawning those from. From the original arcade games. Arcade caps yeah we also talked about some other transitions from uh you know the physical physical arcade games to the the more um cabinet cabinet style and then the still the decrease the decrease in uh, cabinet games right. and other arcades home because of home consoles but Boy. then also the resurgence of those in the yeah. 2000s for uh, meeting a niche of you know being actually in the same presence as other people when you're yeah. playing video games so gaming, we cover, we cover gaming as a social Construct. No. <laughs> just gaming as a social activity. Yeah, social environment, yeah. yeah. We did cover a lot. We covered a lot this episode. Uh, thanks for joining in. What do we What do uh, we say? Paul's not uh, here. <laughs> this, this has been Meta Podcast. You can like us on Facebook or whatever, and Twitter, and uh, all that good stuff. Podbean. Uh, Bean pod. pod. Podbeans. <laughs> Grow some magical podbeans. Uh, yeah, this has been Meted Podcast, and you've been Meted. Bye. Bye.